Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. There's so many people who are asked, like, you know, why is the American body ideal for women so thin today? And why is the body ideal for men so large and muscular? You know, it feels almost like these ends of the spectrum that no one can live up to. I mean, there's a reason it's like that, because people are trying to sell you literally this lifestyle of like, oh, if you like get this makeup and if you do this skincare and if you do this workout and you buy this and buy that, you can also like Bella Hadid. And it's like, no, Bella Hadid doesn't even like Bella fucking Hadid. Like... <laughs> Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome back. My name is Emily, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Hannah. I'm the other co-host. You can find us on social media at Emily Elise. That's A-L-E-E-C-E since Instagram has shadow banned us. (laughs) I know. And you can follow me at at Hannah Nicole Adams. Like I said last time, just throwing it all out there for you. Hannah Nicole Adams. <laughs> my social security number is this, this, and this. You know, just take my whole identity. It's totally fine. And then you can follow us both at the Gals Guy Pod on Instagram as well, since Instagram has probably shadow banned that one as well. Just want to get that out there ahead of time so you guys can, you know, I'm trying to get that Instagram following. We're trying to get to 2,000 followers. <laughs> I know. I know. All my other social media platforms are thriving right now, and I just need Instagram to finally take off. My Instagram, well, I know it's because I'm just so inconsistent with everything, but um, my Instagram (laughs) just goes up and down by like 10 every day. (laughs) I feel like I definitely lost some followers with with everything that's been happening recently because I've been talking so much about like the Black Lives Matter movement and everything speaking out against injustice and my stories. And I'm like, you know what? This is the one time where I am perfectly fine with losing followers, honestly. And I've been just trying to just take down systematic racism at my alma mater as well on TikTok, if you mm-hmm. haven't seen. Yeah, you, really need, you just really need to go follow Emily on TikTok. One, it's fire, straight fire. And two, you will see all of these videos. Sophia Bush has seen my TikTok video. We're like, trying to get Lizzo. I'm trying to get Lizzo. Like we, I, I have a like <laughs> extremely racist <laughs> professor from my alma mater that we are trying to take down. And just go watch my TikTok. It is Emily dot Elise because no, fancy. I had to I had to put the dot in there because I think I made a TikTok prior with that was just Emily Elise, and I don't oh. remember the login for it. Oh no! Oh well, it's not that different. <laughs> no, but that's the only one. All my other social media platforms are just Emily Elise. So, so. Wow, mine are so. all different. Every single one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just like, I, I guess Hannah Nicole Adams is a very popular. Well, thing. my Twitter used to just be It's Emily Elise because Emily Elise, even the way I spell Elise, which is rare, it's A L E E C E, was taken for a while by um, a uh, porn star. Oh, well, yes, that would be a problem. 
And so, so I'm really worried that my IMDb page later on in life is going to get my credits mixed up with her. And people are going to be like going on here to like hire me for like writing gigs. And they're going to see like. It's like that girl, like that girl on Spotify who kept, who would come up under my name. Like her, all of her oh, music yeah. would come up under mine because we have the same name. And I was like, no, nah, this is not, this is not the vibe. We're starting a poll right now. I'm, in, I'm in instigating this. Should Hannah keep her name as is for her music or should she do what I suggested and call herself Han? H-A-N. Yeah. Let me know. Cause like genuinely, I don't know. You know, I vibe with the Han. It's different. It's, it's, I vibe with it. Yeah. Yeah, just because well, we. I, I mean, I'm eventually going to get married, and I'm not going to be Hannah Adams anymore. So yeah, and but then that's the same thing too. Like H A N is also your monogram. You are right. See, I know, See, and people always call so- me Han or Hanner. I don't really like Hanner. That's not a thing. <laughs> you don't want your music name to be Hanner. <laughs> I got Nan Nanner a lot too. I just got some weird names. <laughs> Hannah Bernanner. That's and Hannah exactly. Montana. That was that was a middle yeah. school. That nope, was a middle school vibe. Middle school was yep. fun man no we're, we're not going there we're not going there today no we will well we will eventually be going there yeah today, we will eventually not- be going back to middle school y'all just just hang tight hang tight but first <laughs> i would like to um i'm gonna tilt my glasses down like a third grade teacher would when um she's getting mad at her student to emily because i don't know how many times i've told her that she needs to wait until she gets to la to freaking date a boy there's a big ocean out there a literal ocean on the entire California state line, right? Yes. And she decides to pick from this small ass backyard pond here in our hometown. Okay. Let let us let us all know what's going on. Okay. First off, I didn't pick him. He came to me. I'm sorry that there was a line of men awaiting for me after me and the actor broke up. His whole Speaking boys. of, didn't he text you? Oh my god, yeah. So literally guys, I don't you love how like my Story life time. has been correlating to our episodes lately because we were just talking about, you know, being friends, you know, just platonically. We're talking about should you text your ex? Meanwhile, my ex is over here texting me. He's calling me. He <laughs> called me the other day. And I'm just like, he's texting me those random things. I'm just like, what the hell? He's over here calling me hot, like flirt, openly, like, flat out flirting with me. Like you cannot deny it. I'm just like, well, what is going on? And so like, I was like, are we going to get back together? Are we getting back together? I was like, I don't know. Like, I was sitting here debating like, was this going to happen kind of thing? I didn't know if I really wanted it to happen. But meanwhile, like while me and him were kind of a thing, I knew some of his homies had a thing for me as well. And they're all just like, you know, when's he going to finish? Like, you know, is he trying to cuff you or not? Because, I mean, like, he's holding up the line. <laughs> and so, too like, funny. We, it's honestly we, just too funny. It's, it's funny because it's correct. It's funny because it's true. It's true. It's, it's a thing. <laughs> but, like, so literally me and the actor ended things. And then hit one of his friends, we're going to call him Film Boy. Uh, <laughs> Film Boy? I don't know another name, honestly, at this point. We're out of names. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> new character alert. New character. <laughs> Choose your character. You need to make so, a TikTok of that. I'm just saying. Oh, my God. All the boys I've dated. Yes. yes. And dress up like them. But, like, film boy not only is friends with the actor, he's friends with a 30-year-old musician as well, too. They used he's to work together. He's friends with a lot of people we know. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But, um... 
we're nothing's happening. We're not dating. Right, right. Yeah, that's not what I meant. But I was just we're not dating. I was just we, picking we, on you. We hung out the other night, and he may have stuck his tongue down my throat. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Good times. Good times. <laughs> So we're just chilling. We're just, we're hanging out. I know that I routine, every time I say, I'm done, we're just going to wait to LA, I meet somebody. So I just need, it's, I'm jinxing myself when I say that. But I mean, who knows? You're, I know you want me to wait till Los Angeles. I know. I hear you. I do too. Um, And at this current rate, this boy will be out by August. So, you know, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> He'll be. <laughs> nah. We'll be done in August. It's fine. We got time. His character will write himself out in August and we'll make room for the brand new season when we get to Los Angeles. It's fine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die when you get to L.A. and you're like, all these men suck, Hannah. <laughs> I know. That's what, well, Eric, that's the thing. Here is the actual thing. I've heard from so many people that dating Los Angeles is awful because so many people are so attractive. The pool is so large, no one really wants to settle down. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. And so the part of me is just like, why not, just, why not also just find somebody here? Yeah. Who is also I mean, eventually going to... If you find someone here that you, you know, vibe with... I've used vibe way too many times today. <laughs> I'd just like to point that out. Then, yeah, obviously. I'm yeah. Just, I'm literally low-key joking, but I just... Um, I think L.A la could be a cool place to trust meet me, people trust me i am not ashamed to break up with somebody um if i find somebody hotter like in los angeles like if mr harry styles comes up to me while i'm in los angeles ain't film boy actor no boy it's gonna measure up to harry styles like i will gladly dump them for harry no problem right but like i did see a tweet the other day that was like you know some men come into your life so you can meet their homies <laughs> so funny and look where we are now. Look at where we are now. So I just want to get that quick update for all of you guys who are attuned to my dating life. Yeah. <laughs> we love a good story time. Always. <laughs> One reason why Hannah wants me to wait, wait to Los Angeles is because most of the men out there are super attractive. But here's the thing. I'm like a solid like nine here in North Carolina. I'm probably like a six, like a seven. In Los Angeles, like if we're being honest right now, like I'm really worried. Part of me, like I told you guys, I had downloaded Tinder and I put my location on Los Angeles to see what mm -hmm. the men look like. Part of me wanted to do that and like change my gender to like a man and like make a fake profile just so I could see what my competition was like <laughs> in Los Angeles because like low key, I'm scared. That, yeah. Um, I'm, you know, they always say like you're, you could be hot in your hometown, but you move to LA or New York and you're like, a dumpster um so a dumpster <laughs> you but, are a dumpster <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye <laughs> but like i'm always worried about that so yeah. today we thought we would get a little deep dive going on and talk about something different we've talked about dating a ton and mm -hmm. my dating life is already entertaining enough for you guys so i think that we can divert from that a little bit and talk about something we find fascinating to the both of us and that mm -hmm. is beauty we love i it. i work in beauty i've worked in beauty since i was 19 mm -hmm. one thing that we have always you know wondered about is like beauty standards in today's world are unrealistic for a lot of people yeah and I feel like a lot of people today have a lot of societal pressure put onto them to look a certain way, especially women from a very, very young age. 
And I feel like it just keeps getting younger, kind of. And so we really wanted to talk about beauty standards in today's society, what we do to feel beautiful, and how it's affected us over the past couple years. Mm -hmm. We all know the saying, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Well, in today's society, it has changed to beauty is in the eye of whose society as a whole perceives as beautiful. We see all kinds of image of these so-called perfect bodies all around us every day. It's on television and film, magazines, definitely Instagram. We are a society that worships flesh, especially of the ivory descent. Everyone has a slightly different idea of the perfect body image. So let's start with the expectation of women in order to be called beautiful. A woman should be five feet, 10 inches tall. She should only weigh about 110 pounds. A woman should have big breasts, a round ass. She should also have a flat stomach. A woman should also have a thigh gap and have her collarbone showing. That's definitely achievable. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, that's me. I don't, I mean, I, I, mean, I, I just, I literally just described yeah. to myself, like. You know, I'm just, I, I am really complete, like, me or Bella Hadid? Who is it? I mean, like, we don't know. We Twins. Don't know. Um, it's <laughs> but it's not possible to look like that and no. be healthy at the same time. Right, exactly. An average height of a woman is 5'6". The average weight of a woman is 160 pounds, and even the average sometimes isn't even possible for some women. So why do we expect every woman to have this perfect body image? It's because the media that the society... It's because... It's because of the media that the society puts out. Mm -hmm. And I definitely think you look at certain brands like Victoria's Secret that are run by white men. Mm -hmm. And then you look at companies like Aerie that, you know, they influence, I think, much younger women. And I am really happy that they do because they definitely give a more realistic approach to how a woman's body should look by hiring women who are of various skin tones various mm -hmm. races and yep. various sizes and you know we, even women who have disabilities i've seen women in wheelchairs on their model mm -hmm. campaigns overall just a more realistic idea and then you have victoria's secret who has had the same white european descent models who you can see their ribs showing on the runway and like, yes, do I think Candace Swanepoel is one of the most beautiful women alive? Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, no doubt. And like, yeah, they're all beautiful. But, but like, it's like, let's have some variety, you know? Yeah. There's only a few women of color who are in the angel lineup. And they are all about the size of my pinky. And I know for so long for me, I struggled with gaining weight because I was made fun of for my weight. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole thing that, like, my weight has always been a weird thing for me personally. Like, yeah. I thought that I was trying to gain weight, but I really wasn't. Like, I mm -hmm. just said I kind of was. Um, so people would shut up and stop commenting on it. But at the same time, I was like, no, I need to lose more weight in my the back of my head. And, I mean, I think about the first time that someone made a comment about my weight or my appearance like that. And it was a very young age. Like, it was, like, middle school, like, sixth grade, probably before that. I mean, I remember the first... I mean, if we were getting into it, like, I remember the first time, like, a man complimented my looks. I was, like, seven years old. Like, I vividly remember that. Yeah. And the thing to think that like that this is like ingrained in women from such a young age it infuriates me but it also makes me like super sad because i i often worry about like if i was to have a daughter like what 
it would be like for her. So right. I do want to kind of get into like how have society's beauty standards like affected you personally. So what about you? So I think growing up, I was definitely the tomboy. I played softball. I wore basketball shorts down to my knees. I wore tennis shoes. I wore my hair up in a high ponytail or like a top knot every day. Um, I, by playing softball, I literally rolled around the, in the dirt. Like I hung out with all the neighborhood boys. I loved every second of it. And I think... Like middle school always has been like what I go back to when I think about when mm-hmm. things kind of changed because mm-hmm. everyone in ele- – like all of, all my girlfriends in elementary school dressed like that. Like we all wanted to wear basketballs, shorts, and T-shirts so we could play outside and like play with the guys and play basketball mm-hmm. and we were really into that. And then in middle school, I started to realize that my friends were like trading, you know, their basketball shorts, their tennis shoes for their straight hair their camis over the short sleeve t-shirt don't know why that was a trend but i digress from that um (laughs) it's coming back (laughs) it is unfortunately it's all over the tiktok world and it is hysterical (laughs) um but i think the first time i realized that society's view of beauty was different from my own was when this boy that had a crush on in middle school made a comment about how he really liked my hair the first day that I wore it down and curly. A lot of the girls in middle school were like straightening their hair and I don't have naturally straight hair. I didn't have a straightener, but my mom would curl her hair. And so I curled mine with a curling wand. Ever since the day that he said he liked my hair curly, I wore it curly. I never Mm -hmm. once like threw it back up in a high top knot. I curled it every single morning. I woke up at the crack of dawn before middle school where when we went at like 645 (laughs) to curl my hair to impress a boy. I like personally didn't really dabble in makeup. I think in middle school I wore like that clear mascara. (laughs) Oh my god. Was it the Maybelline Great Lash one? Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the clear Mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Hey yo that stuff still pops off. Mm -hmm. I'm low key. If you're wanting that like Glossier minimalist Uh look that's a great one to go for. But I think I did at some point start wearing Clinique's like foundation because um, my skin my face is very red I've always had a red face I've always been very self-conscious of it and so mm-hmm. when I started to kind of like pay more attention to like the people around me and how everyone else was dressing and the people I saw on tv and I started to kind of like want to cover up that part of me um so I I did start wearing like foundation I was very self-conscious of it and I think that was like in and of itself like that whole issue, the hair and the makeup thing. Um, like mm-hmm. I said, I didn't really wear much makeup and I still don't really wear it, but I think it's partly because I just am like pretty average at it and my skin is super sensitive. So sometimes I will like break out from products um, or if I just have it on too long. But the other thing that I struggled with, especially in middle school, was my weight. Um, well, it wasn't even really in middle school. It was more in high school. So I was pretty much a very like thin, lanky <laughs> awkward looking girl. (laughs) Um, I played softball a lot. So I was like always running. I was always like working out. I did gymnastics for a little bit, but then the weight gain, which wasn't even really weight gain. It was like healthy weight gain, like for as I was growing and as my body was changing. I'm thinking back to when I met you in high school. I'm like, Hannah, you were a stick. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But like my freshman year of high school, I was like very skinny. I like Mm -hmm. ran track, but my metabolism was so high because I was Mm -hmm. working out so much. So Mm -hmm. just like my body couldn't keep up with how much I was like running on the track team and softball. Mm -hmm. And so it really kind of started like my junior and senior year when I stopped 
doing mm-hmm. sports for theater and like chorus and stuff. So I kind of like always struggled with that. And now that I've kind of grown into my body, like I am a curvier girl. I mean, um, you have like a bigger chest for sure. Yes. Like I'm a curvier girl and my weight has fluctuated. And I will say like when I was in my long-term relationship <laughs> was probably the heaviest I've ever been because I just like ate out a lot. I didn't really care about like working out. It was, I mean, I like to work out, but it wasn't like a part of my routine. I was just kind of like more like, I I don't know. I like drank, I partied, I ate, like I did all of the college things. And then it's really taken me honestly in the past, like two years to really kind of love the curviness of my body and like kind of get my health under control and just like learning to like love the body that I have and, and trying to flip my mentality as I'm not just this like vessel that people look at and see beauty, but like my body, like it gets me through the day. It gives me energy. It allows me to think. It allows me to, um, you know, say my thoughts and opinions. It um, allows me to create and like serve people. And so I'm trying trying to look at it as more of like, yes, I want to be like healthy and, and as fit as possible, but also like I need to treat my body right whether that's like by what I'm putting in it or also how I think about myself Mm -hmm. in order to carry out those, those daily tasks that I need to Mm -hmm. do. And so kind of like looking at it as more of like, this is the thing that is like allowing me to be (laughs) instead Mm -hmm. of looking at it as like a shameful place, if that makes any sense. No, yeah, Um, it does. But like, I think this is the beginning of a very long journey of like, really oh, yeah. loving yourself oh, yeah. um but yeah like i think companies like airy and their body positivity like i love airy and i'm a 26 year old woman and i i still shop at airy because i love what they stand for and i love yeah. their inclusion and i think that i think slowly Aerie, we'll take a sponsor yeah airy please <laughs> i would die um Aerie, but like um any other company like that will take a sponsor yeah probably. and i think more and more companies are starting to kind of like see that and kind of make small adjustments and even some of the influencers like I've noticed instead of being like I'm a size small when really like they're they're large and like it's okay to be a large like it's okay to be some of them are like oh like no I wear a large I probably should have gotten an extra large in this bathing suit top like to be honest that was something that I've seen recently like and more and more I noticed like a lot of influencers like lying about like their sizes Mm -hmm. it's like dude like you're misleading your like followers to think like, yeah. oh, if she's a small, then I, you know, I'm gargantuan yeah. or whatever. Yeah, like, I'm thinking of one in particular, Brooke Michio. She's one of the co-hosts of Gals on the Go podcast. She recently like made a post about how she was in a swimsuit and she was like, yeah, like I'm wearing a large, like probably could have gone to an extra large. Like it was awesome. Like, and then she just kind of went on this whole thing about how like it's, a, it doesn't matter. Like, you want to feel comfortable in what you're wearing and so I just I hope that more and more influencers since that is it is such a big part of today and the culture like I hope they will kind of like be truthful like don't yeah don't lie does I don't care what size you wear I want to know so I know what size I need to get (laughs) exactly I don't know if you guys uh, have if you follow Sam Ravendahl on Instagram Mm -hmm. she recently posted a bikini picture of um on her Instagram. And I was, when I first saw it, I was shocked because I was just like, you don't ever see people post bikini pictures like that. And I was just like, but it wasn't like a shot. Like, Oh my God, what is this? It was like, wait, 
this is a you wait like you're you're I can't, I'm so proud and like I'm glad that she posted it. It was a bikini picture of her, and you could see like stomach rolls. Thank like yeah. More, I was it. gonna say more and more people are starting to do that. I was like I was just like oh my god like it was like a shock of just like finally like. <laughs> Someone who looks like me, like, on my feed, and, like, who has, like, the body I have. Because that's one thing, like, yes, who I follow, I think who you follow, like, will affect that. Everything. Like, I, I love Allegra Shaw to death. I love her fashion and everything like that. I don't look like Allegra Shaw. I don't have right, her body. Yeah. She is skinny. But, like, she works out all the time. She posts on her Instagram story how much she works out and everything like that. And, like, when you sit down, like, that's the thing I was worried about. Standing up, I look great sitting down i look awful i always said that because you i had stomach rolls and then it took me forever to realize that's normal because you have things inside your body like a stomach and intestines there are organs in there they need that fat to live um they kind of need you to have a little bit of cushion or else like that's the thing like if you get too skinny like you're you stop having your period like your body's just like bye we're just not gonna do that anymore but like Whitney Cummings I love that she's so open and honest about her eating disorder that she had growing up because she said she would watch what she ate so much to the point that like her boobs started growing unevenly oh which is the thing that happens like she had to get breast implants in one of her boobs because her like left boob like was huge and like her right one just would never grow Hmm. because she was severely starving herself wow so I love that people like her are open and honest about like that kind of thing and seeing Sam post that bikini picture, I was like, thank you. Like, is somebody who has the same body as I do and looks like that and has dropped... I Like, I think Sam is, like, one of the most gorgeous people in the entire world. And she's doing that. I'm like, thank you. Like, I know that I am of a, probably an average size. I mean, I am a, I'm 5'2". I'm 120 pounds. Mm-hmm. I'm a very average-sized person. But so much of my life, I have never thought of myself as... Like, I think that I am, like... I have struggled with my personal appearance for so long... I, I know for me, like, I was severely bullied growing up, and I try to pretend that, like, my looks and, like, my body, like, aren't one of the most important things to me, but it really is. I know that, I, like, like, if you saw pictures of me in middle school, which that was the thing, like, somebody from my middle school the other day, who I used to be really good friends with, uh, she sent me, she was, like, moving out of her house, and she, like, found a, an old yearbook photo of me and sent it to me. She's like, oh my god, look at this, and I was just like, please burn that photo. <laughs> Like I don't Aww. have any, I don't have any photos of me that uh, my mom probably does, but I don't have any photos of me from middle school. I didn't want any. You will not find anything on any social media platforms. I do not ever want to see photos of me because I did. I just severely do not like how I look. You can just tell my eyes that I look sad. Yeah. For one, I had frizzy hair. I had braces. I didn't wear makeup. I was still shopping at the Limited Two. Oh, the Limited Two! <laughs> Ooh. And I got made fun of because I wasn't wearing Hollister and Abercrombie like all the other kids at my school. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't want to wear a shirt that says Hollister across my breasts. Yeah, like I want to wear a cute top that I thought was pretty in pink. And like, yeah. I just remember I got made fun of because I loved pink growing up. My room was pink. I loved so much pink. And then I went into high school. I was like, fuck pink. I hate pink. And that, now I'm like. No, like, why did I, like, try and pretend like I hated that color? I love pink. Like, I I love that color so much. Like, if you look at my stuff now, I'm like, pink, pink, pink everywhere. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I just, it's, it's my empowerment color, I guess you could say, which is why, like, I embrace it so much. And it's just, it's so funny to think about 
it's not really funny. It's actually sad. But like, how much your peers at that pivotal age influence what you think of yourself later on in life. I literally think that, like, I had a friend who she was my best friend and then she became a cheerleader and was just like, fuck you and turned the entire school against me. And I was severely bullied for how I looked. I got made fun of for my hair color because it was slightly red. I got made fun of for my freckles, which now people are trying to put all over their face. And like when I, when that happened, when people started putting freckles on their face, it literally, I'm not even joking. I was like, oh, so this is how black women feel when it comes to a cultural appropriation. And I was mm. just like, and it made me realize like how I feel is minuscule to how black women feel when right. it comes to like cultural appropriation for their hair and things yeah. like that. I was like, I have no fucking room to complain whatsoever yeah. about that. And I like straightened like my hair so much that it lost its natural curl because I flat ironed it every morning. And I started wearing foundation because a girl told me that my freckles were ugly. I wore a push-up bra for most of my life because I got made fun of for having a boyish figure. Like, I'm a size... I didn't get... Like, I'll be honest. I'm a, a B cup. I didn't really get that until, like, my sophomore year of college. And I... St- like, for... I mean, like, I still wear, like, a little bit of push-up, like, in my bo- like my bras today. Um, But, like, still to this day, I'm like, yeah, I would totally get, like, a boob job. And, like, I, I just remember growing up, like, that. I like I would still get one probably today, just, like, not huge, but just a little bit. But, like, growing up, I was like, no, like, I have to have one. Like, I have to get a boob job. Like, I, I don't like how my figure is. And yeah. I look back at photos from middle school, and I remember I used to think I was so fat. But you can clearly see, like, bones sticking out of my body. And that's how, like, just girls at that age are just vicious. People in general at that age are just vicious. And so it still, like, affects me to this day to think about, like, how my appearances are. Like, I li- I think about my how my appearance is, like, five times a day still to this day at, at minimum. And I don't think that will ever change. It's yeah. something that I've tried to, like, work through with therapy and everything like that. I never was officially diagnosed with an eating disorder. But, I mean, I did I didn't eat lunch ever in high school, like... And that was partially due to the medication I took, which severely suppressed my appetite. So I right. technically really was never hungry at lunch. But, like, I chose. I was like, I'm not going to eat. Like, we're just not going to do that. I would severely, like, watch what I ate. I would dance. So that, like, always, like, took – that was always exercise for me. And, like, it always kept me in shape and everything like that. And I remember, you know, being in dance, so many other people that are dancers are also as skinny. And it's like, well, I'm not as skinny as them. I need to be skinnier. And – I just remember, like, being involved in so many different things. Like, I work in makeup. So, like, that was where I kind of, like, found my power because I started doing makeup as a way to fix my appearance and because I didn't like how I looked. And then I fell in love with the art of it. And it's kind of like, it's like a battle. Like, I appreciate, like, I can't lie and say I do makeup for the art of it or, like, yeah you know, stuff like that. Because I do do makeup because I don't think that I am the prettiest person in the entire world. And it it goes back and forth a lot. It's a huge dynamic that I constantly am battling with. And it takes a lot of self-work to get out of that mindset. And it's something that, like, I wasn't aware of. I used to lie to myself about for a long time. And it took me being cognitively aware, like, no, you're doing this because you don't like this about you. You just need to accept that, like, this is how you look, like, until you pay thousands of dollars to get plastic surgery, like, and it's just embracing that and just, like, 
not lying to yourself about why you're doing something. I think a lot of people try to lie to themselves. Like, no, like, I, I'm not doing makeup to impress a boy. It's like, no, you are. Like, sometimes. Like, I went and saw that the film boy the other night. I put false lashes on. Do you think he gave a damn about how long my lashes were? Hell no. No. I wanted to look sexy because I will say, while I also use makeup to make myself like look better, whenever I get dressed up, I feel better. Like I oh, feel yeah. like I feel like I am myself. I yeah. will say that. It gives me power because I will say, when I feel sexy, like don't touch, like get out of my way. Like right. I can do anything. And so I used to like get made fun of like I feel like an undergrad not made fun of but like I would get weird looks because I would go to the class and I'd be the only one with the full face of makeup on or I would go to class and be the only one that like was dressed nicely like in actual clothes instead of like track shorts and like a t-shirt yeah and I was like no like getting ready in the morning like this is my time it's my me time it's the one time of day that I have to myself and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed doing my makeup. I enjoyed getting ready. I didn't mind waking up an hour early before class to like eat, get ready and do all this kind of thing. And I made it something positive instead of it like, Oh, I have to do this because I want to look more attractive. I was like, no, I want to do this Mm -hmm. because I feel better. I feel like myself when I have it on. And I used to, like, literally, probably, like, high school, even some, like, early college, I would never leave my house without makeup on, like, especially without my brows on. Like, I would never leave my house. I know you remember it. Like, I used to, like, always, like, we would just go get breakfast. I was like, Emily. (laughs) And I had to put, like, mascara and my brows on. And, like, now I can leave the, like, now I can leave my house with nothing on. And I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) And, I mean, that's something that you just, I had to actively work on and get better at. Right. And I think I will continuously have to do that, especially with the career that I want to be in. And going into Hollywood and going in a place like that, like, it's just something that I can't let the society of pressure of what beauty is Mm -hmm. to everybody else affect me. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's really valid and, and a good, and a good thing to go ahead and like begin to realize and begin to, you know, and like, like I'm, I'm 27 next month. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can see how long this, it's, it's a very long road to well, and like I Like, I think you said this earlier in the episode, like with today's culture and with kids having, you know, access to social media and all of that so much younger than oh, we yeah. did, like... I feel like it's starting in elementary school now. Oh, yeah. Whereas, would, like... I'm so glad I didn't have Instagram yeah, I was when I was say, in high like, school. Even when we were in middle school and these things were happening, like, I had 75 texts a month on a Razor phone. Like, I didn't even have the access to the social, like, norms surrounding beauty yet. People our age didn't start getting iPhones until, like, my senior year of high school. Yeah, and now these kids you know, have, they see it, they see it all the time. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. to think, you know, it's, it's almost like disheartening to think that it took us until 26 and 27 to start like truly loving ourselves Mm -hmm. for these kids that are like, what, 10 Mm -hmm. to start on that journey. So Mm -hmm. it's just, I, and that's what, I think that's why I go back to like appreciating companies like Aerie who are so big on the body positivity movement that they're Mm -hmm. like, trying to do because so many younger kids are looking to Mm -hmm. these companies so it's good to have you know those ones that do support all of that so yeah i vividly remember and i'm so glad that i was around for lizzie mcguire growing up 
I promise this has a point. I'm getting to it. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> but I remember there was an episode of Lucy McGuire that came out where Miranda had an eating disorder. And Disney talked about it. Like, Lizzie was worried about Miranda, like, not eating enough and, like, missing meals and, like, not eating at her house. And I was just like, thank you, like, for talking about this. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of children's programming does that nowadays. Yeah. Where they had those open discussions. And I'm very thankful that my generation did and that I didn't have social media. I mean, I remember in high school, like, we we had Facebook and we had MySpace and, like, Twitter and things like that. And I remember that, like, they were starting to be things like Yik Yak when I got into college and things like those just ask forms where people could ask you questions anonymously. And, like, I remember I would get bullied on that because I wore a headband to class every day of my junior year of high school because it's the same time Gossip Girl was coming out and, you know, Blair Waldorf wore a headband every day. And I was like, I'm going to wear a headband every day lauren conrad was wearing a headband on the hills i'm gonna wear a headband bitch like i'm gonna be lc and then i got made fun of it for it and i was like why the fuck does it matter to you mm-hmm. why i'm wearing a stupid ass headband mm-hmm. like why why do you care like and that was the thing i was just like girls at that age are vicious and i don't understand why it's like how my appearance is it's not affecting you in any way possible. Yeah. Why the fuck do you care? Yeah. Like, and I, I think I've been seeing, and I don't know why my TikTok feed is so random, but I've been seeing those like random TikToks where it's like a group of girls doing a dance and there's that one girl that like isn't included and she's like doing the dance, but it's like off to the side and she's like, they uh-huh. wouldn't let me in their TikTok. And I'm like, why? Why? What is wrong with you? I don't understand <laughs> the point of that. Like, I will never understand the point of that. And I'm just like, like you said, like so vicious for no reason. I mean, yeah, no it's reason. It's because they're sad and they're about their own lives. I'm yeah. just, I swear. Mm. I, I've never understood. I've never understood bullying. But like middle school, like was the worst for that. Yeah, and I just remember that was why everybody's like, "Oh, I hate high school. I hate high school. High school wasn't nearly as bad as middle school for me. High school people like at least left you alone. Like if they didn't like you, they just left you kind of alone. At least for me, it was because I, we went to such a big high school." Where it was like, I don't feel like people cared enough to bully you unless yeah, we they were like, like close to you. We had like over 500 people in our graduating class. Yeah. Or in mine. So like. There was like 2,000 so people at our school. people at our school. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think middle school was the worst because it was smaller. And I, I mean, it was bad for me because I, I had a friend who literally like it's age old story that you hear. Best friend becomes popular and turns the whole school against you. And I was like, wow, Cool. This is great. And, like, I, it took me going to therapy to kind of rework that mindset of when she like, started bullying me and everything like that. And I think it's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to call some people out. Not actually, but, like, yeah. so many of the girls that bullied me in middle school listen to this podcast now. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. They follow me on Instagram. They listen to my – they follow us on Instagram. They, follow, they, they look at my Instagram stories, and I'm just like, hi. You fucking hate – made my life miserable. I have literally anxiety because of you. Thank you. Awesome. That's fun. <laughs> and so it's just like, if you're getting bullied now, don't worry. 
they're going to stalk you for the rest of your life because they hate themselves. So don't worry about that. I was talking like on my Instagram story one time about how this like one blogger I saw was like giving skincare advice and it like was incorrect. And I was just saying like, you know, what, like be careful what you listen to on social media about like skincare and everything like that. Like make sure you're like you're researching, like you're doing your own research because I, I don't like when influencers sometimes talk about skincare because they could do a lot of misinformation and it could hurt your skin. And this one girl who used to bully me was like, do you mind like showing us like on an Instagram story of some time, like the proper way to do it? And I'm like, because your ass asked, no, <laughs> no, because you asked, no, <laughs> you don't get to look pretty because you made my life a living hell. <laughs> That's so frustrating. But I think for everybody, beauty is different. And one form of beauty is not going to be the same for everybody else. I yeah. mean, for some people, it is, you know, having that very Bella Hadid snatched <laughs> face. And for some people, it's like someone like Lizzo, like loving your curves. I mean, she's openly spoke out about like, you know, accepting yeah. her curves and everything like that. Like, no, like this is me. This is who I am. This is real. This is me. This is exactly who I want to be. You know, <laughs> fucking gap tooth dimmy and everything. But like, <laughs> it's fine. That's still like to you. That's that's beautiful. Then all um, amazing thrive bitch we want to see that and there's some people who are asked like you know why is the american body ideal for women so thin today and why is the body ideal for men so large and muscular you know it feels almost like these ends of the spectrum that no one can live up to i mean there's a reason it's like that because people are trying to sell you literally this lifestyle of like oh if you like get this makeup and if you do this skincare and if you do this workout and you buy this and buy that you can also look like bella hadid and it's like no bella hadid doesn't even look like bella fucking hadid <laughs> like bitch uses facetune and paid for that face like that's not even her real face that's not her real nose and i I am so I I don't get me wrong, fucking if it makes you happy, get plastic surgery. I'm not knocking plastic surgery. Right, right. I just wish people were more open and honest when they did get it instead of being like Kylie, like mm, I just overline my lips. <laughs> like no, bitch, you get lip injections. Like, like you don't just overline your lips. And like if you want lip injections, get them. Like I don't like, care. Get them, but bitch. Don't tell I want to get them too. Overline them because then us. <laughs> girls out here trying to overline our lips looking she like miranda sings looking like miranda a- sings <laughs> <laughs> if you know you kylie, know kylie literally made a billion dollar business about overlining her lips when she just got fucking kai bella lip injections like yeah i don't understand it's just so frustrating and it's just like bitch just wash your face and run just, just wash your face and work out. That's all you got to do. I mean, I mean, also, I mean, I can get into a full skincare regimen if we want to get into that later. But like, you know, just wash your face, moisturize, take a shower, and jog every day. Yeah, and, and you know, that's just all you need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to do extra steps, then do them. I, but I think I don't know how has society, like, how has like social media affected you as far as like your image and everything. Well, I think it's everywhere. like Mm -hmm. you can't get away from it especially now that we live in a culture of influencers which i do appreciate to an extent because i was really getting tired of like seeing ads just like pop up for these you know objects and things well yeah and you're like associating real people instead of celebrities all the time it's it's nice because and a lot of these girls i follow mainly girl influencers um 
Yeah, just I don't because, know any male influencers. Yeah, number one, I don't really know any. I'm sure that there are some, but like... Nor do I care. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't really want their products. Um, but anyways, <laughs> they're they're more personable. Like, you can... Like, I have one on in mind, Bree Shepard. I love her. I love her style. She's very much, like, my vibe. So I, I really appreciate her opinions. Mm-hmm. But, like... So you have you have people like her. If I DM her and I'm like, "Hey, what size did you get in that shirt?" Because like me and her have very similar body types, she will respond and say, "Oh, like I wear a medium, or I got a large, or you mm-hmm. know, whatever." Mm-hmm. So like that part of the influencer world, I really do appreciate. But mm-hmm. then you have you know this other side where you know, do they really try the products? Are they just shoving it in your face? Yeah. Do they really work out 70 hours a week or are they just mm-hmm. posting? You know what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. I feel like influencer culture is great, but I also feel like it is this, like, false ideal of how you should be and how you should look and the things you should wear. And so it's, like, a very gray area for me, and I think it truly depends on the individual influencer that yeah. you are following. I agree. Yeah. agree that's why i love sam ravendahl so much mm-hmm. i she so i like her so one i started following her on youtube because she did is an amazing makeup artist and i you know used to do beauty youtube if you didn't know that um you can watch my videos still um please i would love the adsense <laughs> you need to but go I watch know- her best one it's the lip swatches one i'll leave it in the show notes actually so good <laughs> but like i stopped doing it just because it was such a like hard thing to keep up with because you're when you are not big and famous, like you don't have millions and millions of followers, like it gets expensive trying mm-hmm. to keep up with the latest product and reviewing all the time like that. So it, and it becomes almost toxic in a way because you're, you're made to feel like you don't fit in if you're not on a PR list. And it's just like, I don't have them. Like I'm not, I'm good at makeup, but I'm not like over here doing like these fantastical looks to get on ABH's PR list. Right. Like, I don't really want to do that's not my vibe i'm much more of a glossier style makeup artist where it's just like minimal like kind of thing because it's something that i know i'm good at i can give you like that glam snatched colorful eye look but it what it's so saturated that's what everybody freaking does on youtube mm-hmm. now and it's like I used to love that, but that's not my style anymore. My style has evolved and changed. I used to wear very dramatic eye looks to class every single day. And I have like about 60 eyeshadow palettes. Do I touch any of them now? I'm like, no, give me some wing liner and some lip gloss and I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) But like, I loved Sam and I loved watching her videos because she always was very open and honest about products she was ruthless and she was not on a lot of pr list because she was ruthless like that mm-hmm. and she is now i still watch her videos because she emailed every single company that she was on the pr list for and said take me off of it i don't want people to see i don't want people thinking that i am being pressured to say these things because i'm on your pr list i want to feel like i can be open and honest about everything and i have enough money to buy these products myself i have millions because i have millions of subscribers I don't need it. Give it to somebody else who's like poor and can't afford wow, that's to go awesome. out and buy these products. And so that's why I that's why I love her. That's because she and she's just real and like she doesn't wear like a lot of makeup and she's like very like she shows her acne scars and she's just very mm-hmm. open and honest about everything like that. That's why and she's just candid and that's why I love her so yeah. much. And 
like if I messaged her on like Twitter about something, like she would reply. Like I literally sh- like shared my video with her, and she was like, she sh- she talked about it. Like she shared it. Same like with Alana Davison and Jamie Page. Like I love all their. I watch. I follow more beauty influencers, um, but now I follow yeah. more fashion people. Mm-hmm. As far as fashion like influencers, like I'm not really like die hard for any of them it's more like beauty people that i'm more die hard for just because i like makeup more than fashion yeah like i just i appreciate the influencer like kind of style and i'm glad that we have more of that but i think that there's a line like i don't like people like jeffree star and james charles like i don't follow any of them i don't like that whole fandom i don't like their makeup i just that's not my style yeah and if that's your style cool but I feel like they are better for like teenagers. That's what teenagers is usually like. And I'm just like, no, let me follow Sam who is the same age as me. And you know, like I don't feel like I'm being pressured to buy this new Morphe eyeshadow palette because you make a commission off of it. Right. It's like, it's like, no, like Sam, I, I loved her so much because she used to do Periscope when that was a thing. Oh yeah. Periscope <laughs> was a thing back in the day. And she told one time on one of those chats that she got offered a Sugar Bear Hair sponsorship, but they wanted her to post about it before she even got a chance to try the vitamins. And they offered her like a hundred K and she said no to it. And I was like, I literally like, I would trust in anything you say now because yep. like you can turn down a hundred K. Yeah, because like, you don't want to falsify your opinions. She, her inte- like, if you have integrity, I just trust that more. Yeah. Like, that's what makes me like you. And, mm-hmm. like, I just appreciate when people are like that. And I feel like there's a lot of celebrities out there, like, who... Like, you can't tell me Kendall Jenner's out there using proactive. Bitch, no. She goes to a Hollywood Beverly Hills dermatologist. Like, she ain't out there using proactive. Like, don't lie to me like that. Yeah. So, I, that's where I draw the line with celebrity culture and influencer culture. I know so many people hate influencer culture, but I am definitely somebody who is more appreciative of it. Mm-hmm. Have I benefited off of it? Absolutely. I have made money. I have made commission off of links and things like that. I don't hide that kind of stuff. I am very open and honest because and, it's the law. That's another thing. It's literally the FTC yeah, you will find to. you if you the FTC will find you if you don't disclose sponsorships. I just appreciate when people are open and honest about that kind of stuff. Especially like Allegra Shaw. Like she was open and honest about her like plastic surgery. She's like, I get lip injections. I get Botox. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't th- naturally look like this. Yeah. And I think too, like I really enjoy following like, I know everyone can't be positive 100% of the time. And like Instagram is not really the space. It's a highlight reel. It's a yeah, so, but I do really like that energy too. And I think during like all of this um, Black Lives Matter movement, I've like tried to expand like people that I follow. And one that I think we both one influencer I think we both follow who just like radiates like sunshine is um, Tommy. Tommy, um, I do not know how to say her last name, but she's the Charlotte blogger that we were talking about. Oh, yes. About. I love her. I Okay, so Loki, we really want this girl on the I know. <laughs> I'm obsessed I want with her. her. I love her feed. I love her. I just, I'm obsessed. I, like, have been obsessed she with her. She is just, she literally looks like, she looks like Sunshine in a person. Like, if, yes. I, if Sunshine was a person, it's her. Yes. Like, and so, but I've just, like trying to expand outside of the people that I typically follow. And so like, she's one that really, really sticks out to me. Like she has a lot, she has some like skincare, like fashion, lifestyle. It's more like that. And I think those are the people that I, I tend to follow more than like the makeup artists 
beauty yeah. guru. Like I'm very more of like a wholesome kind of mm-hmm. influencer person. Like that's kind of what I appreciate. Like I like to, mm-hmm. I <laughs> like this, like, uh, Tomi, I feel like I like kind of like know her and, um, like her, you oh, know, we totally everything. Like, we could totally be friends. <laughs> I want to be her friend. Yeah. This is my ad. I want to be your friend. Please. Hi, please be our friend. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's a love hate relationship. Like I said, I think it really depends on who you choose to follow, what they stand yeah. for. You know, if they, if they, if you vibe with their vibe. And, and I mean, like, there's like one girl we would love to have on the podcast. Mm-hmm. She lives here with us, Caitlin Covington. Oh, yes, uh, Caitlin. She is one person that I think definitely speaking about influencer life is someone who could talk about really well because she, I mean, she has millions of Instagram followers. Yeah. But you cannot tell me people like that are like happy 24 7. Oh, no. And just like naturally that. I mean, she is gorgeous. Yes. Drop dead gorgeous. Yes. Even in but person. Like, I'm just like. Yeah, I've what? seen, I've met her like. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> but like, she comes to my work a lot. Yeah. But I mean. I, I went up to her at a concert and I was like, hey, you're Caitlin. You want to get a picture with me? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, I would love to hear her perspective mm-hmm. on stuff like this because I'm sure she has so much pressure yeah. to not only dre- like look a certain way, but to dress a certain way. Well, and, like, so many people recognize her out in public, too. So, like, you know, if you're not on your A-game, like, is a a photo going to go around of you looking like this? And Mm -hmm. she, I don't know, she, I I really do appreciate her, though, too. I feel like I, I feel like she shows a lot of her life. But like you said, it's a highlight reel, so you don't really get to see the The hardships. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I would love to have her on the podcast. I think she. Yeah would be great too because i think like also too like i think one of the most important things to remember like when it comes to beauty is your health is the most important Mm -hmm. and i have noticed i've been following like a lot more like fitness people like on instagram oh yeah because like working out like that if you want to be beautiful and you want to not only look beautiful but feel beautiful work out because not only are you going to be healthy from working out, you're going to produce serotonin levels and endorphins. And like, like, like Elle Wood says in Lily Bond, happy people just don't murder their husbands. Like, <laughs> like endorphins make you happy. Happy people don't kill their husbands. Yeah. Point blank. <laughs> so yeah, I really fell in love with Pure Bar last year, last summer. And I've been doing it like once, at least once a week minimum every single week since then and i have not only seen like a dramatic result like people other people in my life have seen dramatic results like in mm-hmm. my body like my grandmother today she was like have you lost weight i was like yeah thank you but like i feel better and one thing i've always realized is that you never regret working out i know the process the, the process of getting to the workout is always the worst <laughs> but like afterwards you never hate like you're never like oh man i should not have worked out today. no i always feel like, so much better and Whenever I like start my day off, I love working out in the mornings. I wake up as- and I can't, and it's so frustrating. But yes, yeah, I will go. I'm I'm so ready for my pure bar studio to be back open. But like, I will go to a 7 a.m. Monday workout class. I leave that, and I'm just like, y'all bitches are just now waking up. I've already got a workout in for the day. What's up? Yeah, like I just feel like a better person when I work out, and. I cannot encourage it more. And I think seeing other, like following other fitness people, like it pushes me to kind of like, okay, like they can do this at home. So can I kind of mm-hmm. thing. And it motivates me to kind of like, almost like a fitspo. Yeah. Like a, yeah. A, a fitspiration. <laughs> uh, 
you've also said this to me before that buying cute cute workout clothes makes you want to work out more and i fully agree with that i mean if they're ugly like you're like eh. you don't feel you know what i mean like but it's I, like also if i had cute ones it's like okay like yeah, i need to work out like because i really want to wear these yeah like having <laughs> leggings and like a set or like a like a crop that matches or like a tank Y'all. that matches like it's so much fun i love it Ugh. i bought my first pair of lululemon leggings oh. last year and, and they like, are they're great, great but like god they're so expensive i hate it they're great i, I hate it i i do not buy any other leggings and i, I know like, that and i know that that is like so ridiculous and like they're i well i i do have to say airy has some that yes. are like a dupe for um their aligned leggings they're a little bit out, thinner but i do want to shout out girlfriend collective Oh, I, I haven't bought I from do, them. I do think they are a better brand because they are sustainable. Oh, so, that's cool. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. recycled from. They're made from recycled water bottles. So you know, that's very cool. Better for the, better for the environment. So I want to shout that out though. <laughs> I but they have, they come in so many pretty colors. Yeah, that is why I love them. And the bras are cute and everything like that. So I fully agree. Like following more people, fitness people on Instagram, and then getting cute workout clothes will make you want to work out more. And the reason I like Pure Bar because I hated. I will go to the gym and run the treadmill, but I when it came to like. I was always so intimidated to go to the weight section of the gym mm-hmm. because I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how to work these machines. And I'm too nervous to go ask somebody who works there or ask one of the guys that's working out, like, how do you use this machine, sir? <laughs> like, I, was just I love the like, accent. Thank you. But I was just like, I don't want to like ask them because I feel like I look stupid. I'll just go run the elliptical for an hour and leave. So I was doing all this cardio, but like getting not, like getting nowhere as far as like muscle tone and like abs and everything like that. That. And then I fell in love with Pure Bar because for one hour, this was after a breakup too. It was after I me and the doctor broke up kind of thing. I was like, for one hour, I can just focus on my body and not have to think because some, I'm having to concentrate how my body, my, my form, I'm having to concentrate on my breathing. I have loud music and then I have somebody in my ear telling me how to move and mm-hmm. do all this stuff. And I couldn't concentrate on anything else. And it was like zen for me yeah and i just i fell in love because every time i left the class i was surrounded by other women who weren't like like i loved my school don't get me wrong i loved going to my grad school but the gym was made for the dancers at that school and so you go into that gym you're like wow i'm surrounded by ballerinas who were all the size of my pinky um (laughs) and so being at pure bar surrounded by other girls who were who looked like me and then moms and there's just like women of other ages like and it was something that like brought back dance for me that I was just like this is what I like yeah like and I and I f- would start to see I like start, and I just see I, I could see muscle tone in my arms after a while and I was like oh my god I've never had a bicep what is this this is awesome and quarantine sucked because I couldn't go to my pure bar classes and trying to do it at home wasn't the same even though they were live streaming it and so last week I went to my first class and it was outdoors and I went to my first class since quarantine and it was just I was so happy like I was I was outdoors and people in the park were staring at us and there were bees all around us so I was like mildly freaking out just a little bit (laughs) but like for once I was like with my people and I was like I could focus on my body and get back into that groove and it made me happy afterwards yeah and you know I think if the quickest way to happiness is you know just going for a run 
Or, like, uh, I at least, like, I have my dog, and granted, my dog is old and does not like going for walks because she <laughs> is small, and she's like, Mom, I can't keep up. You walk so fast, I'm a little. <laughs> I'll take her for a walk and things like that, and, like, that's just, like, a little bit of a workout. Just doing something to get my body moving, I think is great. Yeah, I agree. I couldn't agree more. I used to see working out as, like, a chore a chore and then it was a social thing in college and mm-hmm. now See, I, I, I hate going to the gym with people yeah and now it's now it's something that i i love to do my sister has probably been the biggest impact on me she is like a gym rat literally and she's one of the healthiest people that i know um and so having that motivation even though it's my younger sister <laughs> it's um it has done wonders for me i mean I have definitely grown a booty, and I'm here for it, and I am the most toned I've ever been in the stomach area, and I started BBG, and me and my sister got to, like, week eight, I think, and then we stopped, <laughs> but we might pick back <laughs> working up. working out at home. Yeah, because, well, we did eight full weeks of it, and it's a, um, I think it's a 12 or 14. I think it's a 12-week program, so we were almost finished, so we might try and finish it. But I've never done more burpees and squats and lunges in my entire life. But, like, having – I think the act of having a class or having a a workout to follow, like, Mm -hmm. really helps because I – like, on my, like, low-impact days, I find myself, like, watching YouTube on the treadmill Mm -hmm. and, like, my mind kind of goes places. But when I have to do what's on the screen in front of me – my mind doesn't like wander. And it, like you said, it's like that one time where I kind of am like present in the moment Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and like really focused on doing something good for myself. Yeah. I prefer just going to a class more than working out from home because working out from home, there's, it's just me in the room and no one's holding me accountable when I'm in the class. Like if I don't work through the workout, people look at me like, bitch, like what are you doing? Do the workout. Um, (laughs) and also like I'm paying money to go to this workout. If I don't go, that's a waste of $20. Mm -hmm. Um, so it holds me accountable for it more than a person, a friend does, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's another reason why I like it. So if you have a struggle working out, I recommend you may not have the money, but like if you do pay for a class, um, because it, it, if you don't go, you, you lose money and that holds you accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I always recommend. But I mean, I think there's different struggles people find when it comes to the world of beauty and whether that is, you know, motivation for a change like in your workout or just simply, you know, trying to practice self-care more. Mm-hmm. I think that's something like, you know, you can do all these things for your outer appearance, but what are you doing for your like inner work, I guess you could say. Right. Yeah. Like I know for me, like I, as I drink my Dr. Pepper, like I need to definitely worry about my intake more than I do my outtake sometimes because I don't do enough maintenance for like what I eat, what I put into my body. Mm-hmm. I'm now, I'm taking more vitamins religiously now because I do have deficiencies in some areas because of, I, I, do, I don't eat certain like meat. Um, and I low key, like don't like, like, beans and things like nuts that are like have like a ton of nutrients in it but it's like you cannot pay me to eat a lima bean or like a pinto bean or anything like that like no thank you about green beans you like green beans i like green beans that's the only bean i like black beans (laughs) no oh Mm. okay (laughs) (laughs) i love okay here's the thing i like a lot of vegetables a lot of green vegetables dark green vegetables i like salads cucumber celery like i love 
dark green vegetables. I don't eat a lot of fruit. I will say that. I should probably eat more fruit. Mm-hmm. But I'm re- here's the thing I'm really bad at. I will buy a ton of healthy food. And then let and it sit there. <laughs> yes. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to eat these apples. And then I never do. Um, because um, That's another thing. I, f- fruit and, like, vegetables like that, they go bad so quickly. And it's like, I yeah. don't... Well, and, and like, like I, and like, there's like an extra step to preparing them. Like yes. just and grabbing just like something. The the day, I'm like, yeah. I don't. I'm like, yeah. Early in the morning, I'm like, I don't want to prepare. Like, just give me a bowl of cereal. It's a lot quicker. Yeah, I don't have to cook anything. Yeah, exactly. I need, I, and that's one thing I need to get better at is like taking the time to like find the love and the enjoyment and making food. That's something that I've definitely tried to work on doing with quarantine mm-hmm. because i can't go out to eat as much it's like okay falling in love with cooking falling in love with preparing these meals so i am watching more of what i'm intaking and i definitely need to cut out things like soda hannah you've done a great job at that i can't literally dutch pepper is my cocaine like i cannot get rid of it <laughs> i mean but i'm bad with coffee i'm bad with sweet tea yes Occasionally see, i don't drink I'll coffee. Have a sprite but i do yeah. drink a lot more water than i used to yeah, um, I need to drink my water, but I, I like that's the thing. I don't drink coffee at all. Yeah, um, I don't. I, I don't really drink alcohol that much. Yeah, I, same. I don't honestly do not know the last time I had an alcoholic drink. Uh, it's been a hot minute for me. <laughs> yeah, but like, oh, when the actor broke out with me, that was when. <laughs> Fair enough. So, <laughs> but like, that was like back in the beginning of May. It's the last yeah. time I had an alcoholic drink. So, like, I have those certain vices that a lot of other people have. I don't have, thankfully. So, I have my own personal vices. Like, right, right. I love chocolate. <laughs> I love my Chick-fil-A. sweets. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. But see, like, I try, I try to be healthy a lot of time with Chick-fil-A if I can be. Like, yeah, getting, like yeah. the more, like, alternative, like, the grilled chicken mm-hmm. and, like, on the on the wheat bun instead of the, the white. Mm-hmm. Um, so, try to be healthy as much as I can. You cannot pay me, though, to get that kale salad, I'm getting my french fries. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think, like you said, like you have to be a little bit more aware of like your intake. And I think that's somewhere that I struggle with, especially with food, because I am a very, very picky eater. We both are. Trust me. That's the easy thing about our friendship mm-hmm. is that we can go to the restaurant and we order the same exact thing. So the waiters <laughs> love us. <laughs> yes, yes. We've been better about getting water when we go out. Well, we haven't been well, out in like 20 years, but you know but what I mean? I will say, I always, anytime I go out to eat, I always get water because I don't want to pay the extra $2 for a drink. See, I'm like, if if I know they got good sweet tea, like I'm getting their sweet tea. <laughs> what, it was when I became poor that I realized water is free. <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, like I've been, t- I've been doing more like vitamins. So like Ray Beauty, which is at Target. I've been doing, I ordered some care of vitamins. So like I kind of associate that with like skincare a little bit because I mean, a lot of the vitamins I take are for like sleep, digestive moods. And then it's also like beauty, like skin and everything like that. So that is one thing I love about myself. I will say that, that I confidently say I love about myself is my skin mm-hmm. because I am very thankful. I never had acne growing up because shout out to my parents for having great genes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also on birth control. Like I'll be completely transparent. So yeah. like that helps with not having any breakouts. I've been on birth control since I was 17 years old. So I never really had to struggle with that. And I'm on a very high hormone birth control. So like I'm doing aces. But yeah. like, <laughs> I've always been very, very religious with skincare. I really got into it when I started getting into the world of beauty and I started my YouTube channel. But I have literally like my mom instilled in me like when I was like in freshman year, like you wash your face every single night 
like and you moisturize like you have to do that because like, my, my mom used to work in beauty as well too so like she knew mm-hmm. like the ins and outs and stuff like that she's like you wash your face with this you moisturize with this you do it every morning and every single night okay okay mm-hmm. i had the clinique like three-step thing oh, like <laughs> clinique was like the best starter pack like i'm I'm not even trying to play like they're still great but like <laughs> they were a good starter yeah, I pack did, i didn't do that clean and clear like that no, we did clinique. i didn't do that bullshit we no i went girls. straight to clinique mm, you know but like I was very thankful that it was instilled with me because I, feel, I I know there's so many girls that like they don't know anything about skincare and it's a very daunting world. I will say that, but I feel like we can jump into skincare. I'm going to talk a little bit about my particular routine. Um, so if you want my poreless um, skin like I have, <laughs> um, so what I do and I talk about this on my Instagram a lot. So first thing I always do is double cleanse. What is double cleansing, you ask? So it's using more of a oil-based cleanser first to remove your makeup and impurities. I will say I do use micellar water most of the time because Mm -hmm. I'm a lazy bitch. Mm -hmm. But if I... I don't condone makeup wipes. I really try never to use makeup wipes. They make my skin so dry. They they dry your skin out because... And then there's... they, They dry your skin out. They don't remove much makeup. Yeah. Like... And they're a waste and they're not good for the environment because they're yeah. a one-use product. Like if you but are like got drunk one night punch, and you I'm, need to take and you need to just at least get it off, then yeah. that's fine. Like if I spend a night at a boy's place, like I have like little makeup wipes I keep in my purse. Yeah. Like because I, I refuse to, this bitch refuses to go to sleep with her makeup on. Yeah, me too. I me ma- too. Oof. I like literally if I'm drunk, I ask, I've asked Hannah, I'm like, make sure you take my makeup off for me. <laughs> I refuse to go to bed with makeup on. I would come home from the club at 3 a.m. in college. I would still do my damn skincare routine. This bitch ain't never going to bed with her foundation on. If uh-huh. I do, oh, God. And it was a bad disgusting. night. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, I I just love the process of doing my skincare routine because it's just a time for me to wind down and, you know, just relax a little bit. So I do an oil-based cleanser first because that removes all my makeup. So I use the Tatcha one. But I there's other ones you can get at the drugstore, like from Pacifica and Burton Speeds that I would recommend. And then I do a gel-based cleanser because that removes all the impurities. It kind of gets into your pores to remove all the pollution and all the stuff you miss behind. And it really is actually cleansing your skin. The oil-based cleanser is going to cleanse the makeup off of it. This gel cleanser is going to really get into it. And I use the Glossier Milky Jelly Cleanser. Love that one. It's mm-hmm. $18. And then I go in with a toner. Now, a toner is going to be specific to your personal skincare, um, your skin. So mine is more oily. So I use the Ulla Henriksen. Uh, it's the green toner. I don't know the name of it. I should have prepared for better for this. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> But I love that one because it helps to control the oil. It has AHAs in it, which are alpha hydroxy acids. So that helps to kind of, you know, get rid of any makeup that's left over. I put on a cotton pad because trust me, ladies, you will be shocked at how much makeup and residue is still in your face after you double cleanse. Like it's disgusting. Yeah. You got me onto using a toner and I was just like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) But like. It just, it resets your pH balance in your skin and gets you ready for all your serums. Now, I'm not going to go too in-depth to my skincare routine because I have a plethora of serums. I have ones for anti-aging, acne. (laughs) You should see your skincare drawer, guys. I have a whole drawer. Like, it's ridiculous. But I will say I have ones from The Ordinary that I would recommend. I also love Pharmacy. And I also love Sunday Riley and Drunk Elephant. Those are the brands that I recommend if you're looking for good ones. If I personally, like... I'll shout out the Ordinary's Niacinamide Solution, uh, the Ordinary's 
lactic acid serum, their hyaluronic acid serum, um, trying to think other ones, Sunday Riley's Good Jeans, their A plus retinol serum, uh, pharmacies, honeymoon exfoliating serum, drunk elephants, TLC serum. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I would recommend the most just to kind of throw them out there. Mm-hmm. All those kind of do different things. And we can go more depth into that into a later episode if you guys want to really go into like what is skincare, what, is skincare, yeah. what are ingredients. Yeah. And I can bring on a friend who is actually an esthetician and we can break all this down. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Because your girl here is like, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like, Emily, I need to know the order. <laughs> can you like write this down, please, for me? Had, yeah, I've literally wrote it down for you before. <laughs> and then I do an eye cream. Because I do my eye cream before I do my moisturizer because I really want to get in there and make sure I, I kind of, you know, helps. I use one from Biosans right now. I honestly, I don't, I'm not married to any eye cream. I switch it up all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's whatever my work gets me for free. Uh, <laughs> there you go. But I currently am using Biosances. I also love uh, Glossier's Bubble Wrap Eye Cream. And I also, I don't really use a lot of retinol eye creams because too much retinol can draw out your skin. But Anything that's super hydrating and helps with plumping and fine lines. That's what I recommend. And dark circles. So pharmacies, cherry, cheer up, I think it's called. Cheer up, cherry brightening eye cream is a great one too. And then last step is I moisturize. Currently at night, I am using the Drunk Elephant Water Bomb moisturizing facial during the day i use the tatcha dewy skin cream moisturizer this is all my night care routine i'm not even gonna get into my morning routine y'all because it's a <laughs> lot more complicated like i'm telling you i do a 10-step korean skincare routine i forgot to mission my damn essence i do an essence between my toner and my say. serum <laughs> like uh, y'all it's 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 a lot it's excessive but look at my skin i know you do have great skin i, I, I will give it to you tell me last time i had a pimple exactly (laughs) she said you didn't even you didn't even breathe (laughs) let me say it real quick if i get a pimple you like bitch you know i'm stressed (laughs) like you know i got my period or i'm hella stressed because this bitch don't get one any (laughs) yeah but i will definitely i think yeah i think we should if you guys want like i would love to like dive deeper and learn more about like i'll bring an esthetician on here i have so many friends and like why do you 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 know like why would you use an essence or why like why would you use a toner or why would you use this serum like i think it would be really interesting to know for like especially like people like me who like i do the bare minimum to be completely honest um i do way more than i used to now that i'm you know, talking to Emily about my like skin. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and my skin is like, like the best it's ever been right now. I really, so. I just fell in love with skincare because I think in order to have great makeup, you had to have great skin first. And if you don't have great skin, like your makeup's not gonna look great. And that was really what I learned. It was working from the inside out because makeup can only do so much if you have like bad skin. Mm-hmm. And I just really wanted to be able to not have to wear makeup every day. I right. was like, let me fix my skin. And get it looking great so I don't have to wear makeup every single day. And I can feel beautiful without all this added stuff. And on top of that, it was like a spa treatment to me. And it's like, I like love doing face masks. I'm sorry. I'll do, I do, a, I do mask Monday every week. Like every Monday night, I do a different face mask. And I, if I could, I would do a sheet mask every single night. My friend Jasmine literally does a sheet mask every single morning and every single night. And homegirl doesn't have a single wrinkle or dark spot or pimple on her face ever like 
it's what I aspire to be. And I'm trying to like get into that space and do more that I already do because there's sometimes where like if I'm feeling really depressed, like it's a struggle for me to get there and do and do my skincare. But once I start doing it, it's like working out. It's like oh no, like I feel better. Like mm-hmm. I know I it, cause I see you see results instantly. Yeah, no way for sure. So definitely, I that's what I love to do. I I pour so much into skincare. I I kind of neglect. <laughs> the rest of my body i just am now getting into body care and you know i'm getting my first ever wax (laughs) next week and i'm so excited god bless you (laughs) but like that i really get into shaving like i love billy razors and their whole shave routine Mm -hmm. i love glossier's body hero and their lotion and the whey lotion i am so just enthralled in all this because yes am i spending a lot of money absolutely but just doing self-care makes me just feel better about myself. And I think whatever it, whatever it does, whether it's makeup, whether it's fashion, whether it's skincare, body care, whatever it may be, if it makes you feel better, I don't see anything wrong with it, no matter if it costs money or not. Absolutely. I definitely feel like it's important to make yourself feel happy and feel good, whatever that might be. So like when I got my hair touched up recently and like I get my hair done and I get my nails done, whew, ain't no stopping me. You got your nails done, Jimmy? No, I didn't. No, oh, no sad. not done yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like peeling off my. I literally have a pile of nail I still, polish. I literally girl, have a pile of nail press, polish. I got press-ons in my drawer that I went and bought that I'm going to put on my nails. You do. So that's what I'm doing. These are eight dollars, and they look just as great. <laughs> but what about you? What about you? Just started getting into skincare and hair care. You're you are on the hair care train though. Like, <laughs> thank I, you. Y'all see Hannah's hair. I literally have girls in my work who are like, like what what extensions does Hannah have? I'm like, that's her natural hair. <laughs> that's her natural hair. She don't got extensions. And I'm just like, how? My hair is dry and split. And Hannah over here has like a mane. She's just she is literally Rapunzel with her hair. So Hannah, what do you do? What do you do? I need to know. Give me tips. Well, for a long time. <laughs> I used $3 L'Oreal shampoo and conditioner. And then you Target. met me and I told you to stop doing that bullshit. <laughs> well, I actually used it um, throughout college, throughout grad school, um, honestly, until a couple months ago. <laughs> Not going to lie. Because I used to use... Disappointed! Bi- I know. I used to use Bylage. It's fabulous. I love Bylage, but it was way too expensive. And then I found my holy grail hair care product and it is the Olaplex line and if you've never heard of it you need to look it up because I all of the damage that I have done from curling iron from using three dollar L'Oreal shampoo um (laughs) that says on there that it's going to fix repair my damage and it definitely created damage (laughs) first off the reason you won't see results from any drugstore shampoo products is because they put a ton of wax and um shampoo conditioner so it has a longer shelf life so they don't have to replace it on the shelves and walmart and in the stores as much fabulous anyways Mm -hmm. so just a heads up for everybody else out there who doesn't know that um in case you're using l'oreal stop Um, but I use three products from Olaplex. Highly recommend them. I've been using them for months now. And I, I mean, honestly, after a couple weeks, I could tell a difference in my hair. It was really frizzy. It was really broken at the top and it's like a bond maintenance shampoo. So it, it works on like strengthening the hair and 
like addressing that damage um, that your hair may have. So the two products that I use most often are Olaplex 4, which is the um, bond maintenance shampoo, and then the conditioner, which is Olaplex 5. So I just use that. I don't wash my hair every night. Please don't. 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 It really, I literally it wash really my hair dries, once a week. It really dries it out. Um, yeah. And if and, you're on here saying, well, like my scalp's super oily, I promise you if you stop washing your hair every single day, your scalp will adjust. It's overproducing the oil because it's so dry. Yeah. Your hair's not really oily. No one's hair's really oily. Um, so it, it, it's, it's going to be annoying. Dry shampoo will be your best friend. But I promise you, like... You should be able to wash your hair once a week. That is the goal you should get to. There are so many friends in the beauty world and who are hairstylists and everything like that. They only wash their hair once a week. I only wash my hair once a week. I've gotten my hair to be able to... I can get away with nine days. I don't usually do that because I feel, like, gross. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's how long it's taken me to treat my hair to get to that point. Yeah. It takes time, but I promise you dry shampoo is your best friend. Yeah. Dry shampoo was actually invented because chinchillas, fun fact can't take baths and water because their fur will get moldy so they roll around in dirt and that is how they cleanse their um their hair and that's how dry shampoo was invented it literally was inspired by chinchillas wow i learned something new today fun fact for you (laughs) (laughs) i wash my hair a little bit more often i think it's just a preference i you also work out i work out you work out you sweat from your scalp i was gonna say i sweat from my head and my face and every pore on my body um (laughs) see mine's just the neck down it's just sweaty (laughs) yeah so so i wash my hair a little bit more often but i love those two products and then i also have olaplex 3 it's the hair perfecter it's like a treatment that you leave in your hair and so you're actually supposed to do it before you wash your hair so you're supposed to damp your hair put it in leave it in for like i think i leave it in for like 10 minutes and then wash it out and then just do your normal shampoo and conditioner um you're supposed to use it like one time a week um sometimes i'll use it like once every two weeks but it just like fixes that hair it strengthens and protects your hair structure and it restores that healthy appearance and texture and i have never been more impressed by hair care product than olaplex um and i think you can get it you can get it online at their shop but you can also get it at sephora mm-hmm. um they act sephora actually has a trial kit right now that has oh. three four five and six in it it's 25 dollars. i'm literally going to order it after we stop Recording. seriously you should like I, I i don't really talk about products mainly just because like i don't know i don't really know that much about them i just buy what i like but olaplex has always been one that i'm just like holy yeah. cow like this is awesome and a lot of beauty influencers that i follow and like lifestyle influencers like one that i love so much her hair she like gets her hair color treated and she swears by olaplex like she's been using it for a really long time so i love that and then skincare i don't really know like i I have like random ones that I use. I like Drunk Elephant's um, Hydra B. Is that what it's called? Hydra B mm-hmm. serum. The B Hydra. Um, I like the B Hydra. B Hydra. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> oops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not <laughs> an influencer here. Um, and then I like Sephora Collections Vitamin C serum. I will I like say that. if you're wanting to get into like high end skincare because that's where the money's at Mm -hmm. um sephora collection is a clean it's an entirely clean line it's a great one to break into i know you're also going to recommend some bliss products because i gave you some stuff from them yeah well (laughs) speaking on sephora collection i've literally used all of their skin skincare products and i love them like i have Mm -hmm. repurchased them and when i repurchase something that's when you know i like it but yeah true yeah sometimes i just like 
going to Sephora is more of a hassle than going to Target. So Target has Bliss, which Emily introduced me to the Rose Gold Rescue. Um, yeah. They have like the I, sensitive skin face wash and moisturizer. And I really like it because Rose is good for red face and my mm-hmm. skin's so sensitive. So like that's why I really like that product. Yeah. It's really been nice for my skin. Yeah. I'm actually like Rose, like bliss is like i'm on their pr list so i've gotten like a lot of their skincare products before and i've given them to hannah um just because like i love them like i use the cleanser myself Mm -hmm. but like i get i'm given so many products that i can't use all of them i don't want them to go bad so i've given a lot to her yeah and like (laughs) i used them up and like went and repurchased them like the other day because i was like i love this um but i like their moisturizer a lot but if i have money that i want to spend then i drop it on drunk elephants lala retro whipped moisturizer because that is amazing i also like the polypeptide one so it's called the polypeptide one because Mm -hmm. it's like so cooling it's so cooling on the face it's 100 points right now at sephora (laughs) literally is it really Mm -hmm. i would literally buy I would literally drop so much money on Drunk Elephant. I love their stuff. I don't know. It's just me. It they have a new hair care line and body line that we have at the, um, at Sephora right now, and I really want to try it all. Oh, that would be so interesting to try, yeah, especially their shampoo. hair care, except for they I love shampoo, my... Con- they have a shampoo, cleanser, scalp scrub, and a tangle spray. I'm so afraid to change up my hair care. No, <laughs> save the Olaplex. Save the Olaplex but I'm like, I need to know But results. I'm like, yes, <laughs> you try yeah. it and you let me know. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, my other Holy Grail item. Oh my god, I got her on this too. Well, one, I just love chapstick. <laughs> because my lips are dry, and I know my boyfriend tells me this all the time. He's like, well, you do realize that chapstick is made to make your lips drier, so that you just keep buying it. I'm like, yeah, shut up. Um, but the Kush... But not this one, because this milk one is makeup amazing. is clean, and it's vegan. This one is amazing. It's the Milk Makeup. It's the Kush Lip Balm. I prefer the Green Dragon, because I don't really like to wear color on my lips. But it's the green one, and it's doesn't have any like um tint to it but you I, have used the canatonic one yes i've used that one i do like it i just i just love it it is so soothing mm-hmm. it is it is my favorite chapstick and i have already repurchased it like four times have, i love it they have one out right now for pride that it has like a slight like shimmer to it oh that's cool it's clear it's clear with a slight shimmer to that's it cool. i really want I, it i i love i love milk makeup i use their mascara all the time but yeah that's all i got as far as yeah. products, trust but me, you don't want to hear my you don't want to hear my makeup recommendations. We'll be here all day. <laughs> Check her out on YouTube. <laughs> Check out my YouTube. That, they're they're all recommendations, but they still stand true. Uh, especially like I'll do a whole blog post on our website about yeah. my favorite products one day. Yeah, that'd be fun. But I'm yeah, for it. so we do want to make this whole beauty thing a series because there are so many different ways we could talk about it, but we really wanted to start off with how our journey was Mm -hmm. for it. And we hope you guys enjoyed this. So I guess our survival tip for this week would be the perfect body doesn't exist. The standards we put on women in order to be called beautiful are ridiculous and everyone is beautiful in their own special way. In order to feel comfortable in your own skin, the work has to start with it. So let us know what you guys think of this episode. We would love to hear your feedback on all of our social media. And if you guys have any suggestions and ideas you want to hear underneath our beauty guide, let us know. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and on our personal social media, which will be linked in the show notes. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help us out, guys. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bye.